My Worst Date. I'm Cassie. I'm Keegan. I'm Christina. All righty. So I saw this on BuzzFeed and actually I looked it up and it looks like it's something that happened last year, but they okay. reposted oh. it. All they right. do that sometimes. They do that sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I did think it was an interesting thing. I think it's still topical and relevant to us. Okay. So I'm eager to get your opinions okay. because... I read this and immediately had an opinion on it, but the opinions are mixed. Like people have like differing. Okay. Okay. They're split on it. Their reactions. So this girl matched with this guy on Tinder and I've never been on Tinder, but they both have to match, right? Like you both have to swipe right in order to match. Right. Yeah. 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 So they matched. She had a picture on her account where it was her and a friend. Okay. So it's her and a friend together and she's in a purple dress and her friend is in a red dress and the guy matches with her and then chats her and says, don't hate, but I got to know who's in the red. Oh, so matched with her Mm -hmm. to try and holler about her friend that she posted the picture with. I mean, that's the, that's the danger you get when you post pictures. Right. I mean, and that's, that's aren't clear. A lot of people were saying that, that like, oh, well, this is why you don't post group pictures. Right. On a dating site, although I've also heard people who think it's a red flag if you don't post pictures with friends because it's like, do you have a social life? Do you have friends? Yeah. Like I've heard be, that as well. It has well. to be like, I feel like I always included it as one of the photos. Sure. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of have a feeling, but is if there's more information, I yeah. will take it. So she responded and she said she has a wonderful boy- boyfriend and pro tip, don't do this. And I think it's extremely rude. I think matching with someone to ask about someone else Mm -hmm. is rude. It wouldn't be rude in person, like not necessarily. Well, no, I I still think it would be. I don't think it's rude to go up to someone in person and say, can you um, picture and say, can you introduce me to your friend? But if you went up to someone in person with the expectation that like you like me, you know, you like me because you've matched with me. Right. Okay. So here, here's, here's the issue with, with that. Uh Um, that is putting too much onto a Tinder match. Yeah. Okay. Cause yeah, it, I, I started that way too, where it's like, and perhaps it's like after a few years of doing it, you get like, uh, not unemotional about it, but you just are like, oh, it's just, it's not, it is what it is. It's not that important. You know what I mean? Match just means like, it, it doesn't mean I like you. And especially like, you know, once you do get to meet them in in person and it's like different, I think you just have to like, uh, separate your emotions a little bit. So Mm -hmm. match is just like, I had a a physical attraction immediately when I saw your picture or whatever, or not even that too. A lot of times, like they will show that like guys will swipe right on on everybody, everybody. So it really doesn't mean like anything, anything (laughs) at all. So I think that I would be like, I don't know, not like annoyed, but I, I, I wouldn't be like, I don't know, put off by it. I would be put off by I it. I mean, I'd be put, I don't, mm. I mean, obviously you're not going to like date that person because you right, know they're, right, right. Interested they're not interested in your friend, me, right. but, or whatever. But, but I, I don't would know too like, that I'd be like, block. I don't want, I wouldn't want to set my friend up with you. No, I wouldn't want to set so. my friend up with you. And also my friend, I wouldn't. I don't think my friend would want to go out with you no. because I think that that's a really weird way to approach someone. Yeah. I don't, I just don't 
like that. And also this profile isn't her profile. So it is it just purely looks based. You saw yeah. one photo right. of her. That's and right. I was like, I need to know who that is. I just think that that's rude. It's weird. I just think it's weird for your self-esteem too, to be like, I also like, in like made the picture bigger because I was like, is there like major differences between no they're both they beautiful like, sisters. like they're, I mean, they they're both look, stunning girls they're both so this is the girl who yeah. had the account yeah and it went viral and actually i should give her a shout out so her account is abby rose 311 yeah she's beautiful yeah she's gorgeous and this was a, a hinge exchange that she had and like for me i don't know this was very black and white to me where i yeah. was just like i think that's rude behavior even if you see you see a million girls on on mm-hmm. Tinder to match with someone to ask about someone else just feels like bad. It, form. Yeah, it, it is, is bad it is form. Rude. Yeah. 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 Right. I just don't so know that I would some read people too are saying that's into. not rude. Yeah. They're like, well, he shot a shot. And like, this is what you get for posting pictures with other people on your, on your page and well, stuff like that. I, I feel a way about like, yes, if it was confusing, but if it sounds to me like it's one picture in amongst maybe multiple right. pictures, and, if yes. it was only the only picture, I'd be like, well, then, yeah, <laughs> maybe well, like, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Like if it was yeah. the only picture she had on there, but it was one of yeah. several pictures. Right. I just think like that is. I it's, wouldn't it's do it. Ar- I wouldn't do it. Definitely if, like enough of an emotional thing or whatever to be on the apps yeah. as as a woman or as anybody honestly i, I would never it, it if is there rude. was a guy on a dating app and he posted a picture with a friend i would never match with him just so i just could so say you who's could your say. friend i'd like to fuck your friend <laughs> like that's i think that that's so fucking rude i think guys would take it much differently i think guys would be like all right <laughs> his name's jack <laughs> give him a call. let me ask him oh, yeah. i think he'd be into it man i don't know i don't like that and there were no. a lot of comments of you know people who were like well when you already feel like you're the ugly friend in the friend oh, group wow. and then this is happening to you oh. you know that's why i stopped posting pictures with my friends on dating Yikes. apps and things like that so Oof. but that's the thing too that's why again they're both beautiful I, they both are beautiful yeah. and they like i said they look like they could be sisters mm-hmm. they look so they're, they're both blonde they're both blonde. and young. they're both you know mm-hmm. the almost identical looking as far as like yeah i'd be interested to know what's I'm, the I'm difference surprised. Yeah. to me this was so you like her dress better? Black like, and white what? to me. So, I mean, clearly it isn't. So I'd be very know. interested for our listeners to let me know what you think about it. Because mm-hmm. I would fucking hate that. Yeah. I really I wouldn't like it. I don't it. think I'd like it, but I wouldn't take it personal. And I probably would just wouldn't respond. I'd just be like, block. Yeah. yeah I, I, just, wouldn't, I wouldn't I wouldn't respond, respond either. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, uh, yeah, just dating apps are... Um, listen i'm forever grateful i got to meet eric off of a dating app so you know i i feel like a cinderella story you know (laughs) what i mean but there there is it is very strange and people use them in different ways for different reasons and they're an interesting thing to navigate and once you learn i think what what it is you want out of them i think they can be a useful tool but you really do like have to build some walls up yeah. because sometimes people are using them in very creepy, weird, ugly ways. Yeah. And you can get your feelings really, really fucking hurt because sometimes people are awful. Fucking and nasty. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You just get to meet more of them mm. <laughs> through your phone. So Ugh. yeah, it sounds it's, wonderful. Yeah. You know, it can be, there can be fun, but yeah, I would, I would give it, I would rate it a, a D. <laughs> 
<laughs> in, in general. Just a general. Just a general D, D. a feeling of D. Yeah. Well, on that note, actually, there was an article released in The Independent this past week titled From Dating for the Plot to Entering Delulu Era. Mm. Oh, man. Okay. Tinder's top online dating trends of 2023. So they just released their year in swipe revealing the most popular dating trends for this year. So it's like their Spotify wrapped. Correct. It's, <laughs> it's Tinder's wrapped. Um, so based on the data collected, singles looking for love or just a good time took the reins this year, deciding that main character energy was what they needed to bring to have a successful dating life. Okay. So they noted that people were five and a half times more likely to use statements in their biographies, such as uh-huh. everything I do is for the plot. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. That's kind of funny. Amazing. Yeah. And also instead of looking for the one users were also focused on finding others who are N A T O. What's that mean? Not attached to an outcome. Oh, Huh. So in light of this new carefree energy, Tinder users also harnessed the power of Delulu as the Sululu. I it's I all right. I need uh, Delulu was used fifty-eight times more in biographies. Wow. This year. So yeah. <laughs> it sounds terrible out there. It's, I'm uh, not gonna lie. Like this sounds awful yeah (laughs) there's a major shift in how tinder was being used this year they found that journey is more important than the outcome for users Mm -hmm. 69 percent of gen z users were found to be challenging conventional dating and relationship norms freeing themselves from traditional expectations i like that the data also revealed that a good bio was just as important in the dating game as the best selfie that's actually Good right. news. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think that that's great news. Yeah, that it's like a little taste of that. We care about the substance a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. The top emoji used was on common amongst young singles to let their potential matches know they are up for an adventure. So it's like an arrow going both ways, and it says "on" with an exclamation point underneath it. So mm. use that to let your matches know you're up for an adventure. And other <laughs> emojis also popularly used to symbolize certain personality traits, <laughs> such as I can't tell what that is. I'm old blind woman. You let me see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, symbolize. It, it looks like a necklace of some kind to show. Oh, oh it, they're like it's meditation the, it's beads. It's the meditation beads. Yeah, okay. to show someone is zen or down to earth. Uh-huh. Okay. Or a band-aid to, uh, <laughs> to let fellow swipers know they are on a healing journey. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay. I love that. Possibly Listen. recovering from a crazy breakup and we're re-entering the dating scene. Okay. Listen, I'm I used like to deciphering my mom's emojis. My mom <laughs> sends emojis now and I'm like, what is the dancing salsa woman doing next you, to the picture? <laughs> of like cookies i don't like, understand what i don't this know means. can't we just fucking talk to each other <laughs> like you know i mean we use emojis we whatever yeah. like but i just i don't know that we need all of this like shorthand like why don't we get to know each other and then i'll tell you about my journey hmm. mm. the number one hottest trend on the app akatu was deemed as the most attractive interest akatu is Japanese for obsessive fans for anime or manga. Okay. So that's that's the number one thing. 
Other attractive interests were cheerleading, Pilates, and being an LGBTQ plus ally, along with a surprising num- entry at number four with biryani, which I believe is Indian food. Oh, that's I think. specific. Yeah. But yeah, you're in swipe. You can also, I remember one year, uh, I think my last year on it is was when they did it. They show you how many matches you got, how many of those matches led to chats, how many of those chats led to dates That's interesting. and stuff like that. So you can get, you can get stats for all you data nerds interesting. out there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel very old. Yeah. Having this conversation. I just feel old like i've never used kinda, the apps to date so i kind of like the emoji idea mm-hmm. i think that it does i mean especially if there's kind of like this common understanding like those there's certain emojis that mean certain things like i'm on a healing journey mm-hmm. it kind of takes some of the pressure off of having maybe like a instant difficult conversation and it allows people to kind of know where your headspace is okay. yeah you know just kind of like um you know like i'm here right now this is what i'm what i'm where i'm at Right. You know, without having, it's, it's kind of their way of like saying what we always say is put it on your profile, mm-hmm. put it in your profile, mm-hmm. you know? And some people don't want to be like, I'm actually, I just went through like this really bad breakup and I'm blah, blah, blah. You know, like you don't, I mean. Do you think you would mandate. ask about it though? You could. Like, cause if I you think, see it yes. on, I mean, it's I would a, probably want starter. to ask about it. Like if I, because I'd, I'd want to check in with you about where you are, which I guess that That's could the be. the most Pisces thing I've ever heard. That could say. be, you, <laughs> but that could be useful, I suppose. Like right. where, like it could be a place where like, okay, I know that you've gone through something, but that could mean anything, sure. you know? And or I think, I'm in a healing journey as well. What, where are you at? What have you, what are some tools that you've you know, used or whatever. Yeah. I, know, I don't know. I am living for the, everything I do is for the plot. I love that. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> True. I like the, not, I want to be that confident. Well, and it's also day. just like, look, there's going to be some red flags. I'm going to tell you right <laughs> fucking now. Just, yeah. You're putting it, yeah. you're putting it on putting, the table. Exactly. That like, yeah. This shit's gonna get weird. I yeah. I don't know how to. I don't know. I, <laughs> this is where we're at right I'm now. I'm willing to make irresponsible decisions. <laughs> decisions exactly. Like, exactly. Oh my gosh. No. Which could be appealing. I love it. I mean, it's it's like I said, it's it's a tool just like any that once you learn how to use it safely or whatever can be fun can lead to finding interesting people that. I like the idea that Gen Z is using it and not being attached to outcomes. Mm-hmm. I like I love that. that. I, I think that the biggest thing that dating apps hurt in yourself sometimes are your own expectations, That's right. your own. Um, I think dating in general. Right. That's sure. how it is. If you yeah. if you're too attached to the outcome, right? Then now the Delulu thing, I need more information about. Delulu I, for the Salulu. I, I don't. I don't understand. They're talking mostly about like the tube girl. Do you know the tube girl trends? Like she was in the tube and like everyone's around her. And she's doing uh-huh, that crazy. Uh-huh. T- so it's basically that energy. Be like, I'm just gonna have fun. Right. I don't care nope. what people think about me. Yeah. I'm Delulu. It, okay. And I'm living my life. Sure. Kind of great. Energy, which I kind of love. That. I love that too. Yeah. The Lulu for the Salulu. It's funny because um, somebody mentioned we were talking about the thing that we talked about not that long ago about like Gen Z looking for like movies with less to do with like the mm-hmm. Ooh, will they won't they or the mm-hmm. or whatever like that kind of romantic end game plot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see that in the dating. You see that in you know a lot of things. And I think that, um, but and 
and then that person was like, well, they're, they're not having as much sex. I'm like, I don't know that that's, I don't think that's a bad, well, and I also don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. Sure. Like I I think that things change. I don't think sex is the number one indicator for connection necessarily. No. You know, and I don't think it's, it's bad for them to be less sex focused. Well, I also look at what happened to like our generation with millennials. It's like, no, it's, it's also like, we're kind of the tail end of like, you have to like find your person and get Mm -hmm. married and buy a house and have this many kids. And the, you have to go to college and like all that stuff. And we, we got priced the fuck out. Oh, you right. know? We, totally. And yeah. I think that Gen Z sees like, no way am I ever going to own a house? No way am I ever going right. to, you know what I mean? So what's, what's the point of doing it the traditional way if you're just going to get fucked, yeah. you know? Truly. So yeah. I do like the fact that they're just, again, not attached to any outcomes and just looking for these experiences that yeah. enrich their lives I think I think it's a great attitude to have. Yeah. I think our our expectations it, are the things that hurt us the most. I mm. think that the only thing that I would say about because I agree with you, but I do think there is this culture, uh, the swiping culture is I'm interested to see in 10 years the outcome mm-hmm. of of swiping culture, TikTok culture really short attention span yeah. culture because I wonder if it's going to affect long-term connection with yeah. people yeah. because you get bored <laughs> and you're like there's a million other people on the apps so it doesn't matter like we've seen like an uptick in ghosting an uptick in mm-hmm, and stuff right. like that because you know you can kind of just i i just hope it doesn't lead to this feeling that people are disposable that we can't mm-hmm. have these like long-term connections because i'm with you i think being attached to a specific outcome um never really ends super well you can't go into something thinking it's going to go this a certain way because mm-hmm. you're going to disappoint yourself However, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. Well, you know, I mean, I think it can go kind of both ways. I think there's balance needed. Yeah. Um, but it also depends on what stage of life you're in. Like I'm in my 30s. Right. If you're in your 20s, I think that's a different yeah. conversation. Well, and also I think every new technology has like a learning curve sure, yeah. and sure. stuff. So different generations like down the line, like Tinder's kind of old now. Yeah. You know? What is it? 15, 20 years old? Yeah. Something like that. That's insane. so. Yeah, yeah probably. Less than 20. Yeah. Because, but I, but still old. Yeah. So enough that yeah. like, you know, another generation is using it, a new generation. And you see like, you know, watching my three-year-old niece like work a computer. Right. You yeah. know, is amazing. So seeing what Gen Z does with that technology is interesting to me. Yes, yeah. And then the ones a- that come after them, you know, the, you mold and adapt the technology to make it work right. better for you. Yeah. Or nefariously you know there's there's a lot of ai out there now i hate talking about this but um the danger is that there's um undressing apps that you can plug in a photo of somebody fully dressed Mm -hmm. and ai will give you their naked but that's how could they possibly know and it's such a (laughs) speculative i I mean it is speculative but then that (laughs) they're making so weird fake porns pretty much right and that's kind of the thing that's what i mean so like when you're like inundated with all of this you have access to so much is that going to change i mean it it is going to change it but whether or not it changes for like positively negatively whatever i i don't dare speculate on entirely but like that in-person connection right. of like being vulnerable and letting someone see your naked body for the first time yeah. or like all of those things. 
is it going to change? Like having an app like that, yeah. is it going to change like that feeling of like actual person to person contact and connection? Well, I think that we're already seeing that. And that's the point is like, you know, you're already seeing that Gen Z doesn't care necessarily about their, you know, the, about the romantic, this and that. They're like, we have access to all of those things, which, you know, again, when we were growing up, fucking tv movies were horny as hell yes horny <laughs> everything was horny <laughs> everything was horny shit that didn't need to be horny yes, was the horny. 80s were the worst anytime i watch the an 80s, 80s were movie the, i'm like jesus christ did, why are high Horniest. school movies taking so, place so naked so naked yeah not I'm it's like, not right wait it, it's <laughs> what? not okay and, <laughs> so and when naked. you know that like everyone behind the scenes was like a middle-aged man you're <gasps> yes. like what Ugh. but like i always go back to that shower scene in carrie yeah because i'm like everyone involved in the making of this was a, an older man yeah why are we in a high school gym where it's just like naked, naked yeah. women in a shower yeah. it's yep. um, so weird yeah yeah it is weird but and, i think that that's that's yeah. influenced like well, we didn't have access to like you know, we didn't have access to like Pornhub Porn and things like yeah. that. We were lucky to get like, you know, somebody's old like Playboy, you know, Playboy or yeah. Playgirl or what? Playgirl gross. <laughs> Just or penthouse we were lucky or whatever. To get Playgirl. But like or penthouse forum, you know, like that yeah, was yeah, like yeah, spicy, yeah. Sure, sure. you know, and it was all like mm-hmm. very like, ooh, secretive. Whereas now it's it's. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's it's not horny. It's just that it's it's different. We've come to a place where it's like so accessible, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. not necessary right. to be yeah. that horny. And I'm not saying day. it's bad because no, you don't neither. know. Like every generation yeah. changes, and everyone is always up in arms and concerned about things that new generations are going through. And so I can't. We don't know like what the effects of anything will be in ten years, and maybe it doesn't even matter. It's just something that I noticed and I'm like, I'll keep an eye on that. Because I do feel like it, I mean, and I, and I've heard Gen Z people talk about this, that like making friends is difficult. Mm, Like we're friends in real life. Like all of these things change because of access to the internet. It's there's good and there's bad to everything. That just reminds me of the story. I guess did a couple weeks ago where the guy was like i was just here to make friends yeah yeah and all these guys think i'm gay <laughs> Sir, yes. <laughs> no i mean yeah. i mean going further down the line what affects like three years indoors for the pandemic oh, for this yeah. younger generation yeah. and their social socialization is is yeah. interesting to me but yeah you know uh i like i said i'm i'm a fan of dating apps if used responsibly and in the right way respectfully and respectfully because that's really what it is it's just like and maybe you're right with the emojis like any attempt at communicating is probably a good thing any attempt at like revealing something true about yourself is is probably a good thing i i'm gonna stand by it i think (laughs) i think swiping right on someone to hit on someone else is fucking bad form yeah. i think that there should be rules like, of like etiquette miss manners yes yeah <laughs> I, I do i really do and i'm like you guys post. need to read an emily post about how to treat people yes. on, yeah. online period well yes. but also dating everywhere yes. Yes. everywhere <laughs> in chipotle it's everywhere yeah, yeah. well wow. who, who do we fmk this week oh God, i don't even fucking know um no. Hmm. What is this? Where is this falling? This is on the twentieth of December. Gosh, oh, right before right Christmas. Before Christmas. Right before. Well, it is winter season, yes. and even though it is still like seventy degrees <laughs> in Los Angeles, people are starting to get like 
warm and snuggly vibes. Yes. So what if we fuck, marry, kill bearded dudes? I feel like that oh, we haven't had that like Santa in a while. It's Santa. And also, I feel like men grow beards in the winter. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah, like they to do. keep themselves warm? Yes. Well, there's the no, there's the no shave, shave November. Or, is that it? What it is? No. No shave November. <laughs> All I can remember about no, it. No, not no, November. No, okay, got it. Which you can't yes, do because you love cashews. I love cashews. <laughs> but yes. I mean, technically, the legume, right? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the way that your faces were like, <laughs> no. Oh my God, one of my favorite moments. I did on my research find uh, an article that was like, celebrities who look better with beards than without okay right so we can narrow it down because yeah, yeah. facial hair is something that comes and goes yeah. for for guys right. like so there the, aren't nece- there are a ton of celebrities that are always bearded but there right. are celebrities who look better, better. Yes. the ones that stuck out to me were ben affleck mm-hmm. definitely. i was like oh yeah he does. definitely definitely yeah. steve yeah. carell yes Ooh, he's oh, so, so hot with he's a, beard. a different person with yes, a beard. he yeah. is that with a beard he he's giving daddy energy yes <laughs> with, with a beard he's gonna spank your ass without a beard he's gonna wipe your ass <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no no i hate that hate it john ham yeah i yeah. mean and he's he, handsome either handsome way, either yeah, way. He is. Yeah. yeah listen not gonna kick him out of bed without no, you know, no. oh you don't have beard but the beard mm. is a different it's a different energy it's a it is given daddy again you get you get yep. a new eric will sometimes grow um a beard he wants to so badly bless his heart um bless his heart <laughs> and yeah it is it's like it's like oh there's my new husband mm. bearded mm-hmm. eric mm-hmm. You yeah know? it's mm. a different vibe it's a spicier I vibe have been watching luther because mm. i'm trying that's why i have brit box he's because on here yes idris elba hotter with a beard hotter 100 and and hot anyways like i think he's like a hot man just like john ham right but like with a beard that is daddy energy that is yeah i'm gonna choke you maybe oh yeah especially with that accent in a good way and his voice is so like deep and gruff and like sexy like that Woo. okay (sighs) yeah Mm. yeah yeah into it I'm going to say, I think, since we're going for the ones that look better with a beard. Because yeah. I was thinking like Chris Hemsworth. Sure. Yes. He kind of like always has a beard. It feels, and yeah, stuff, and I think it he just does. feels classic beard. But I'm going to go with Henry Cavill. Okay. Okay. I think he's attractive. He's fine or whatever, but then put a oh. beard on him. He's too, like, he's too Clark Kent without a beard. Like, yeah, he's it's too, tradi- I think John Hamm, same problem. It's, it's almost like, like you're too 1950s clean cut yeah. handsome, mm-hmm. all American handsome. But you put a beard on him? Ooh. A beard on you. Dirty him up a little bit? Yes. Like his Witcher character or whatever? Oh. Uh, it's a little too much. Wait, but Witcher doesn't have a beard, does he? Yeah. Oh, That's, wait, yeah. He's just, just blonde. Has the thing. Uh, when he was in Mission dirt. Impossible. Oh, yeah, Whoa. with that beard. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go with Idris. You're going to go with Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm torn. I think, because I, I do dig the John Hamm of it, right? Mm-hmm. The John Hamm of it all, The yes. John Hamm of it all. But again, like, you have... You have Momoa's another one we didn't Ugh. talk about. Oh, God. Momoa looks like a different person yeah. without a he's beard. He's still hot. It's, I no. I think he's hot without a I beard. I do not think he's I hot. I do. I think he's absolutely but He's not a lot hot. hotter. He's a lot hotter with. It's a different realm. It's like a different He is not good looking without a beard. I disagree. 
Oh, I just, it's a no for me. Oh, wow. I disagree. I, yeah. think, hot. I think Ryan Gosling is hotter with a beard. Absolutely. Hotter. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I mean, like, and I think, again, we're talking about somebody who's, you know, generally a good looking guy regardless. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <sighs> Who are you going to go with? Yeah. John Hamm. Okay. okay. I'm wow. Hamm. I uh, do not have the self-esteem for this list right now. Right. Listen, <laughs> Lord. Good luck. Oh, my goodness. I actually. Well, you have to go through no. with it. We I all know. know those are the rules. <laughs> you do. You have to. We're going to call them up. We're going to call them up. Let them know. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to marry John Hamm. Yep. John Hamm has uh, a humor about himself yes. that I appreciate. Love it. Love it. I'm going to fuck Idris Elba. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I can't imagine it being bad. Like, he's like one of those people who I'm like, it would be very surprising if he's bad at sex. You know? I, yeah. Yeah. I, it don't get very bad. surprising. I don't get bad at sex energy. No, 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 no. Um, also, that voice, that accent, hot, hot, check, check, check mm-hmm. into it. Henry Cavill's Is never Is he going to been- be too good at sex? Can you be? <laughs> what do you mean? I would love to know. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, write in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, is what that is, ever in an what, issue? In what way do you mean? I mean, like, am I going to be embarrassed about? Can I keep up with that? Oh, I okay. need another science. I I have to know. This is the only way I'm going to get through this. This is uh, a wonderful trifecta. I love for this. myself. I think Idris oh. Elba is going to throw you around. Oh, like yeah. I, I don't think you're gonna have to do a ton. Yeah, I just Elba. I'm is gonna be a done too soon. Virgo. Oh. Okay, love it. Henry Cavill is a Taurus. Okay. John Hamm is a Pisces. Oh Jesus Christ! Wow. <sighs> well, that changes things, doesn't it? Uh, no, it doesn't. Whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna do what I'm gonna <laughs> do. Dude, our sign. Oh my God! No, wait. Our sign would be Taurus. So you're and so Taurus Virgo. and Virgo. Yeah. They're both our signs. Yeah. And uh, we all know I love a Virgo. Yeah. I love a Virgo. And that's Idris. All that's right. A man all right. With a plan. Stop, stop, stop. Ah! Wind it back. <laughs> I'm going to marry Idris. <laughs> yeah. Marry yeah. him. Yeah. He's going to keep me on that straight and narrow. He does have like real Virgo energy. Yeah. Because him yes. and Keanu Reeves, both Virgos. Mm. That's, there's uh, an energy there. There's a little danger. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but grounded. You're going to be good at the things that I'm not good at. That kitchen is clean. Ooh. You know, like Idris mm-hmm. Elba has like a clean kitchen vibe. Yes. You know what, though? Um, I don't mean to throw uh-huh. a damp cloth okay. over this but fantasy. He's a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. Let's be <laughs> so fucking for real right now. But he's also... He's also <laughs> That does color everything. It does, it doesn't is. it? <laughs> oh no! You're gonna have to go to the club to support your man for his DJ set. Christina, Maybe carry he, some of his good? vinyls. Keegan, Keegan loves to dance. I do love to dance. I love to dance. Is he a good DJ? I actually do not know. If he's I a just good sir. DJ, then I'm like, you know, maybe what's his DJ name? Ooh. Is it that will determine. That will? Because okay, if, this is make if, or break. It's, if it it's is, just DJ Idris Elba, then I'm good fine, with it. We're fine. We're I'm fine. actually, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to hold on. <laughs> but if it's like DJ such and such. Yeah, it's if it sounds like a morning like talk show host, I don't, I'm not into it. You know, like, Ooh. Oh my gosh! What is DJ, DJ Sky f- Falcon? <laughs> oh my god, DJ Big Driss. No. 
dangerous. Oh no, Lildris. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find ways to still justify this to myself Ooh, because, like, his energy. I like it so much, and I have never been a Henry Cavill girly. <laughs> you don't right. have to be. Like, I'm. I'm not. A, I'm not a Henry Cavill girly. Mm-hmm. Never have been. Like I think he's I think he's very good looking. I think he's objectively Listen, very good looking. Why did we why did we suddenly go off big dress? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I nobody hate it. Listen, no one I will say you. something. I will say something. Uh-huh. These men are all so fucking attractive. Yeah. But this this also, I'm like, all right, this humanized Idris yeah. yes, a little bit for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm like, don't come in here giving <laughs> me that. Listen. Big <laughs> you're gonna whip you're gonna whip that out with every fight you have yeah like yeah. okay 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 big dress <laughs> cool, 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 cool. um mm, mm. well i'm gonna go back where well, I, no! I can't I, i'm gonna marry john ham i i do i it's risky it is spicy 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 i said i would never do it again it's risky but he does seem fun like he's got yeah. like a humor that i like um i will fuck big dress there I'm willing go. to. I'm willing to. <laughs> I'm willing to go to the club. Yep. I'm willing to like dance my ass off, and I'm yep. willing to take big dress home. Okay? All right. So yeah. yeah. Hot and sweaty. Yep. I love it. That's how we like him. <laughs> I. <laughs> I'm so torn. Mm-hmm. I was gonna marry John Hamm off the, off the, off the cuff. Yeah, just without thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how I get myself into the situations I get myself mm-hmm. into. Okay. However, what I'll say, my theory for my life has always been. Just do it. Delulu. Just, for just the everything, for the, everything for the plot. Yeah, yeah. That's always been my yeah. motto since I was little is just to do the thing and then like just take the adventure. Say right? yes. Ask questions. Yeah, around. exactly. Yeah. Um, and and I've enjoyed my adventure and I and that's always kind of like why like I don't want my fortune told or, you know, yeah. I don't like any of that stuff. I like no. I just like seeing what happens, like mm-hmm. watching it unfold. Yeah. Yeah. However, I've seen a Pisces unfold. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I just have reservations. I mean, so do I, but just take the leap with me, Cassie. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know what? You're right. John Hamm, I'm marrying him. Okay. I'm making an outrageous decision. Yeah. But honestly, a Taurus on my other side, I can't do that. I can't. That's an absolute no for me. And big dresses off the table. Virgos, I like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I know that I have sexual energy with Pisces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, John Hamm is just too. So you're gonna marry John Hamm? Yes. Bearded John Hamm. Bearded yes. John Hamm. Yeah. All bearded versions. Yes. yes. Obviously. Yes. yes. And, and then, then I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna fuck Big Dress too. Yeah. I, I look. All right. I uh, might be getting controversial. Okay. Ooh, this mix might it be up. a bad decision to wrap up 2023. But I actually think. I think that you don't have any bad decisions here. I, I don't really. This, this falls all I in your wheelhouse. I actually really am interested in what like a Cap Taurus relationship okay. would be like. Because I would love to date somebody I think as stubborn as myself. Would, would Why? Would Why you? would you love that? I don't know. I just never have. It's very intriguing to me. I mean, I think that you would have, there's a lot of homebody stuff that you would probably enjoy. Yes. Right. There's yeah. a coziness going on mm-hmm. with a Taurus. They're, yeah. they're cozy people. Yeah. Um, You're not going to like being wrong all the time. 
with a Taurus. Oh, I think the fights are going to be explosive. Epic. Oh, epic. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I have to be safe. I have to I have to marry John Hamm too. I've got good sexual energy with Pisces. He's a good, calm, funny, down to earth. I love his sense of humor about himself. Yes, yes. me too. I feel like Big Driss is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's okay making fun of himself. I feel like that would be the thing that would be very difficult. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if he's very earnest about Big Driss, we're gonna have some. Right? Yeah, that's gonna be. If you're not okay, because because at first I'm like, oh, I mean, he could be taking you, the piss out, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Like, and if that's the case, then that's then, that's much more attractive. Absolutely. But if you're just like, I'm big dress, yeah, then full chest out, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I gotta. I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry John Ham, okay. and then I'm gonna see what that that let me know goat energy yeah. is like in bed. In bed. Wow. Yeah, I, I like that. Let me I know. Fight to the finish. Both of you are going to be trying to take charge the whole time. Absolutely. A fight to <laughs> yes. the finish. Okay. I yeah. love it. Fight yeah. to the finish. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that was a, a good one. I think we need to revisit bearded men. Mm-hmm. I think there were some good good options we mm-hmm. left on the table. Okay. So, yeah, maybe next week, part two. Okay. All right. I like this. Right. Hey, if you guys got uh, good good options, you yeah. want, you want if, you have, if you have somebody that you want in the game, you just let us know. Yeah. Message us. Yeah. Reach out. Exactly. Yeah. Well, let's take five and then we'll come back with stories. And we're back. What? Sorry. Because I, uh, <laughs> I heard what Christina was humming. Uh, and it's a dead ass from like a. <laughs> we did in the break just now watch some of Big Driss's set that he did for Radar Online. And look. Keegan loves I, it. I, I have to, I have to say. Fan. She doesn't want to ruin her chances here with Big Driss. I, I do not. Um, if if this makes it into Idris's in giant hands, just know. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> listen. Truth that I those love, arms. I love. If you like it, I love it. You look like you are having the best listen. time DJing your little heart out. Okay, Will I come support Keegan and her new relationship. <laughs> fucking Lucy. Yeah. yeah, I will come course. to the club with her. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and also like like we were talking about Keegan, like. Um, um, <laughs> Someone with a hobby. Man with a hobby. It's hot. It's hot. Yeah, he doesn't it's have hot. to be DJ Big Dress. He chooses that. That's exactly. Yeah. He looks. He looks like he's having fun. He does. There you go. And so I'm. I. I love that. For I him. approve. It brings him joy. Exactly. Yeah, it's not nice. like he's doing this and doesn't have a job. Yeah. Also true. true. That makes a huge. Difference. That makes a huge difference. It's not like he's just SoundCloud in his life away. It's like Keanu Reeves being in that band. Yes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I yeah. love that for you. Good like, for you. you know, have like, a hobby. That's you know? wonderful. It's not like Jared Leto being in a band, though. No, no, no. no. Fuck Jared Leto. Take anyway. yourself too seriously. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, this is a very short story, but I feel like it needs to be told. <clears throat> and this is not his story. He's talking about a girlfriend of his. So he says, in so he says, <laughs> it's a, this it's happened, a, to a no, this happened to a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. In conversations with girlfriends and female friends, it has always astonished me at the psychopathic behavior shown by men to almost every woman I've ever met. To be clear, not all men are psychopaths, but it seems all women have met one and can tell an absolutely hair-raising story about it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's all all we need from you. Yeah. Just to acknowledge that, listen, enough of them If it's not you, we're not talking about you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Don't worry about it. If it doesn't apply, let it fly. On the uh, on to the worst story I've ever heard. An ex-girlfriend told me this story. She meets a guy and they hit it off. They start dating. 
After dating for a while, she invites the guy to her house with the intention of sleeping with him. When they get to her place, she offers him a glass of wine and asks him to wait in the living room while she goes to freshen up. We've all been there. You mm-hmm. want to make, yeah. Yeah. make sure, sure things are... Everything yep. is tidy. Yep. Tidied up. <laughs> cleaned. Washed. Okay. Fresh, Ten, fresh. <laughs> yes. 10 to 15 minutes later, she returns to the living room to find an almost empty wine glass, a note, and the guy nowhere to be seen. The note reads, Sorry, I couldn't wait for you, so I took matters into my own hands... The oh. glass contains <gasps> his ejaculate. <gasps> I stop. 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 You came yes. in a glass. Uh-huh, Cuz he couldn't wait for her to get clean. 10 to 15 minutes, Ten. mind you. This is somebody listen, you when dodged a bullet. Yes. When we're doing that, like I'm literally like I'm being, I've been running around yes. all day and everything My and downstairs I would like is sweaty. To, exactly. Also that's for it's your benefit. It's not really that big of a deal. 10, 15 minutes? No, not long at all. Get, you couldn't wait 10 to 15 minutes to have a, to actually be with a real human woman who was in front of you. Get a grip. Well, yeah. I guess he did. Never mind. Well, he sure <laughs> did. Yeah. Um, there are no words for what was wrong with that guy. She was extremely lucky he left. And I'm Holy like, absolutely. He came in her Ooh. wine glass and left. Dude. Do you know, too, how expensive, like, a good wine glass set is? Yes. <laughs> and now I have three because you can't use no, that one I will ever again. Ever. You throw it out. It's all in the trash. That is so yes, fucking everything. weird, too. I put it in one of those bags I got at the grocery Bio. store. Bio has yep. it. Yeah. And then doubled it again and yep. then threw it into the dumpster. That is so weird, isn't it? Like, what is, what is up with that? You couldn't Disgusting. hold on? Oh, I hate it. Disgusting. I've never heard anything like that in my life. And so he's getting frustrated, like waiting for her Mm -hmm. or whatever. And so the thing that pops into his mind to do is to take out his dick, Uh jerk off and come into a wine glass. That is... So gross. How is your brain wired that way? like solutions. And leaving her to clean up his cum. (laughs) Imagine pouring that down the sink. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, brain bleach. Yeah. That that is big dress. Oh <laughs> don't Ew. talk about him like that. Don't you <laughs> Don't you dare <laughs> You take my husband's name out of your mouth. <laughs> take out of your motherfucking mouth. Okay. Whew. That <clears throat> took a turn. Anyway. I was traveling and as a way to meet people and some cute local men, I was on Tinder and couch surfing. I saw this one guy who was on both apps matched with him on Tinder and we quickly set up a date. I met him at an Italian place. He looked like his photos, beard, slicked back hair, jeans, nice dress shoes, and a suit jacket. I thought it was a bit too much, but whatever. (laughs) We get to talking and he started to say some pretty weird things like, that his therapist didn't know if he was a psychopath or a sociopath. Okay. I don't like that. I no. don't want first date uh, talk. No. Check, please. She can't decide. Your therapist can't decide. And I'm not going to help. I, I don't want to get to the me. bottom of that. No. I don't need to. <laughs> sounds like sounds like you've got some more therapy to do. Right. <laughs> also, he didn't have a conscious uh, and he sold weapons overseas as his job. Uh, yeah, so maybe red flags. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> what do you maybe? mean? A psychopathic arms? Yeah, is she dating Hans Gruber? <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck. He was insecure and maybe trying to come off as a 
Christian Grey sort of character. I met him when is they that started. What Christian Grey's job is no. I don't. I don't think they ever really elaborate. That's he not owns an important his own company. Like he business, owns his own business. But he does business, <laughs> he, man. Oh, he owns his own business. Doing yes. business. Yes, business things. Business shareholders. Lots of. Shareholder meetings are killing me. <laughs> Sir, you are the janitor. <laughs> Still funny. Oh, Jesus. I met him when they started making the movie, so he might have found some inspiration from the books. I am disturbed because this is like our third story where someone where a man was inspired by Christian Grey and I am very disturbed by the number of men who saw that and were like I'm taking a note I'm putting a pin in that for <laughs> yeah. later like what? write it down yeah. <laughs> use for later <laughs> anyway at the end of the night we walk out of the place that's uh that's when I made the huge mistake I said I was going to walk back to my hostel and he said no we're this way pointing to oh. his car I got in the car with him like a stupid sheep thinking that he would drive me home. Honey. Nope. We are now driving past my hostel. I ask him to drop me off. He says no because he wants to show me his place just in case I want to couch surf with him. I don't. I told him... I didn't want to go home with people I have just met on a first date, but he insisted that I see his place. So here we are driving up to his apartment complex. My plan, jump out, make a dash for it when he parks. Yeah. But this asshole has his own special mini garage. We pull in oh, and I no. watch my only exit, the no, garage no. door, slowly closing in front of my eyes. Uh, okay. You see, this is exactly what home dude from my last story was talking about this behavior like the fact that you have you've never spoken to a human woman for longer than like five minutes if you don't know why a woman would find that really Really scary scary. that's frightening oh my god i would be having a full-on panic attack yeah slowly closing in front of me the garage door i think I think to ease my nervousness, he told me it would be a stupid of him to kill me because there was too much evidence. That's Tender. not helping me. Oh, God, like, I just got chills. That's Oh, my God. Not helping. No. I sent my friend a ping of my location yes. from his place and then went up to his apartment. Turns out he had the sweetest Indian roommate. I couldn't help but feel sorry for the guy having to live with this fucking idiot. <laughs> I was there for an hour until I was finally time for me to leave. So my crazy date walks me out, and on the way down to the elevator, he says to me, and I kid you not, I don't usually let women leave this easily. Oh, So yay, I wasn't murdered or worse, and now I have a crazy story to tell. Oh my goodness. Why do you think that's sexy? Oh my God. Like that's it's not, terrifying. it's very scary. People, they uh, really should listen to their moms when they tell you not to talk, get in cars with strangers. Be yep. safe, ladies. Jesus. Yep. Yep. Oh my goodness. Well, you got lucky. I don't usually let women leave this easily. Why would you Oof. think that that's like that's an, an okay hot. thing to say? Or like, and you know, he probably said that it, is a it was very, sexy. Oh yeah. He's like, yeah, he thinks that he is. For sure. Well, like a shows, Christian Grey. Shows yeah. a lack of empathy. What's really creepy, though, is that the couple of things he said showed awareness, at least that the situation could be frightening for right. a woman. Yeah. But then didn't Did it care. Anyway. Didn't care. Yeah. 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 Oof. Yeah. I'm, I'll help your therapist out. <laughs> yeah. Psychopath. Um, okay. I forgot all about this one until I started reading the horror stories. 
Girl picks me up right away. Notice that she has a nervous habit of interjecting meow into <gasps> sentences. <laughs> I feel like if we've told the story, it sounds like meow. Okay. Also uses it in different tones to convey laughter and confusion. I meow. Oh, okay, so this isn't like a. It's not like a right meow. No, it's not like, like it's not like a. And it's not like Tourette's where it's just meow. Like, no, 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 she's, she's communicating with meows. meows. Yes, okay. oh. but not as a substitution for other words. No, she's she's just peppering the conversation. I don't oh. like this. <laughs> like an emoji. <laughs> I, a meow meowji. What? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Go to dinner. God. <laughs> Nothing spectacularly bad happens. Afterwards, she wants to go to some hill and some park and I look over the city. I think it's Meow Hill and Meow Park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it's Meow. Cop shows up. Meow. Lights and whoop. <laughs> start being real dickheads about the park being closed. There was no signs at the gate. They pull us out of the car. Oh, oh Jesus. Begin oh, no. tearing through it because if we weren't up there fucking, well, then we had to be doing dope. Oh, my God. Ran our IDs. All is well. Cop starts grilling me about my out-of-state ID. Tell him I just moved back to the area. Starts asking me bullshit questions about the weather and where to eat in my previous city. What? I stonewall him. His partner gets up in my face for being disrespectful. Oh, are you fucking... Wow. This is... Ugh. Oh, my God. Cop finds a gigantic spiked knuckled trench knife under her seat. Reads us the riot act, but eventually tells us to get lost. She asks if I want to come back to her place. Ready to pull the ripcord, I say nope. <laughs> Says she makes the best mac and cheese. Not homemade, but from a box. <laughs> Knows how to make box mac and cheese just right. Okay. So good. Gee, we just ate, so thanks anyways. Keeps asking it's me questions. It's meow. It's meow meow. <laughs> Keeps, it reminds me of the fucking, what is that, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? Oh, yeah. like, uh -huh. meow, 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 meow. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, God, I'm old. Um, keeps asking me questions. When I ask her things, I get, I don't know. Oh, that's not important. Or meow. Ask <laughs> her to drop me at a bar just around the corner from my place as I don't want her knowing where my building is. Yeah. We sit in the parking lot for a good 30 minutes with her firing questions at me. The whole time, she faces forward, doesn't look at me once. Seriously creepy. I finally escape, go in, order a beer, and try to decompress. She then comes flying in the door, lays a huge, awkward hug on me, and refuses to release oh, it. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Finally, she lets go, <laughs> looks up, and says, meow. Oh! Then she splits. <laughs> no. You know, I I need, I, I would be very, no. what does she do when she comes, do you think? <gasps> oh! <laughs> oh, my God. I'm assuming it sounds similar to what Villain does around five o'clock in the morning. Villain, now. your cat. Yes. Yeah. When he's like his water dish is empty or whatever, oh. which is scream bloody murder. Oh, like see my cat <laughs> scratches the we have a, a picture in, in the bedroom and he just I'm like, oh, really, dude, fucking weird. Where do you think you pick that up? It's just like a cute thing that just like 
all of a sudden you keep doing it enough that well, it just what sticks. It, what it's it reminds thing me now. of, what it reminds me of is like for millennials that like tumble era random, uh, ran- random girl, you know, like when it was just like, oh. oh my gosh, I'm so random. And it was just that like quirky, silly, I have a mustache tattooed on my finger oh, or I so like random yes. kind of. And that, oh, it totally is it, that. It's that vibe where it's just like, this makes me quirky and funny and weird. And like, you're not so manic, now. manic pixie dream girl. Yeah. You're I'm not like the other girls. Mm-hmm. I meow. I meow. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> exactly. That's the vibe I get cool. from that. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. We all went through a pick me face, a pick me out face. Yeah. I know. This of is, course. I cannot pot call the kettle black because no. I definitely was. Oh, I wanted to be manic pixie dream girl so fucking. Oh. I wanted to be 500 days of summer. Listen. We all did. I wanted to be Natalie Portman from Garden, Garden State. State. Mm. Yeah. That was yeah. that was my manic pixie dream of girl yeah. aspirations. Of choice. Yeah. Mine was more of the, the um, oh God, what's the movie? Shit. <laughs> I'm the worst at this. <laughs> my brain is totally gone. You got to give me more than what's yeah. the movie. I you give me the a movie d- with uh, the, the guy and the girl and the girl. <laughs> and she's, she's like, oh, she's really random. Um, uh, Drew Barrymore. Oh, that is a very perfect example. But this is not. It's the other girl that I like a lot. And hold on. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> Fight clubs. Oh, oh, Helena Bonham Carter. Yes. That's I was like, I was like, coming yes. to me. It's coming to me. Gosh, yes. dude, that is a good FMK, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, our, we can do our Manic Pixie, Pixie Dream Girls next mm. time. Yeah. 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 Oh. Well, uh, you guys want to take five and then we'll come back with the Tainted Love. Yes. Sounds good. And we're back. Keegan, tell the story. I would love to. So today I'm going to tell you the story of T. Colin Davis. Now, I got all of my information from... I'm sorry. Yes? I don't mean to stop you immediately, Mm -hmm. but T. Colin, like the... the Punctuation? No. Or like the name? Name. C-U-L-L-E-N. Colin. So Colin. Colin. So Thomas Colin Davis. Great. Yes. Great. So... Um, I got all of my information or most of my information from a couple of different medium articles and a couple of different Texas monthly articles. Oh, which, here we go. You know, you know. So I'm going to try and get through this as quickly as I can. I wrote this whole thing in sitting in the Denver airport during my <laughs> layover. So I guess I can be grateful to them for that, that I didn't there have to go. wake up this morning and there you go and finish this. But right off the top, and I will, if it's something that I think is going to be particularly egregious especially for the people in this room i will go ahead and throw another trigger warning right before it happens but at the top i'm just going to give a general trigger warning for uh child abuse domestic violence animal abuse oh okay Okay. i don't love this already I, i knew you wouldn't so thomas colin davis who went by colin was born or, or in my mind colon, colon. <laughs> which might fit better i don't know <laughs> yeah. sounds, sounds might be a real piece of ass mm? or well ass <laughs> a real piece of ass implies know, that he's sexy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I meant, I meant real piece of work and an ass. asshole. Whole, yeah, yes. yeah. Sorry, right. uh, was I understood? But you yeah. know, he was born on September twenty second, nineteen thirty three, and was the middle child of Texas ty- uh, oil tycoon Kenneth W. Stinky Davis. Stinky Davis. Well, I fucking love colon, colon and stinky. I love like. <laughs> Old school Texas oil like tycoon names. Stinky Davis. Stinky Davis. So he grew up extremely privileged, as you would imagine the son of an oil tycoon would. Yeah. And eventually, upon his father's death, gained a sizable inheritance that he splits equally with his two brothers. 
So he grew up to be a wealthy oil man himself. And you know what? I didn't deep dive it because there's so much on this case. But I'm always like, what does that fucking even mean? I don't yeah. I don't know. He's again, he's Christian Gray. Businessman <laughs> does business. I kind of almost believe it has to be something similar to that Killers of the Flower Moon thing yeah. where they, they own the um like the, the land, prop, or, the land yeah. that that oil companies then pay you to be able to drill. But then what do you right. do? Did like you I guess you're making deals. Pioneer woman, Ray Drummond. Uh-huh. I heard. No, wait, what what, what, what? She's got like all the Osage land. Mm-hmm. Like she's got hundreds and hundreds yeah because she she made her whole career being this like oh pioneer woman just a down-home simple girl or whatever and she's got like oil money Mm -hmm. and yeah a lot of it is from that particular wow yeah 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 yoinks yep yoinks indeed um so yes he grew up to be wealthy oil man businessman does business he married his first wife sandra masters in 1962 and the couple had two children boys colin jr and brian (laughs) <laughs> in may you're gonna have to get over it because i'm gonna say colin a million times I know, during the story just, i hear colon i know sorry especially after like i'm surprised he didn't do stinky the third right <laughs> stinky colon the third <laughs> so sorry <laughs> In May of 1967, uh, he meets Priscilla Lee Childers at a country club and the two immediately hit it off despite the fact that they are both married. So he's married to Sandra and she's married to someone else. I honestly couldn't find very much about Priscilla's upbringing except for that she was not born into Texas high society. Mm -hmm. So he was, he's blue blood all the way Mm -hmm. um, and she kind of climbed that social ladder. Got it. So needless to say the blue bloods did not like Priscilla mm. because they thought that she was cheap. You know, she had this reputation as like this platinum blonde party girl. She didn't, wasn't afraid to flaunt her figure. She wore a lot of mini skirts and really <gasps> low cut shirts. Scandalous, right? Mm-hmm. It is Texas. So the affair began um, immediately with Colin traveling back and forth between Priscilla and his wife and the two meeting often in hotels across Texas. And it wasn't long before Priscilla's, at this point, estranged husband, Jack, caught on to what she was up to. And he contacted Sandra, Cullen's uh, Ooh, wife. wife. Yeah. Messy. So Yoinks. contacted Sandra and together they formed a plan. They got a team of private investigators. Oh, Jesus. And then together with the private investigators, they went with them, which this is all so messy and wonderful. Uh-huh. Um, they went with them. They found out that they were at this Fort Worth hotel on New Year's Eve. Ooh. They all went inside, kicked the fucking door down. Damn. And they found a nearly naked Priscilla and Cullen inside, pepper sprayed them and took pictures to use in their divorce proceedings. Wow. They're like, we're going to get this <laughs> That's like one of those money. Old, yes. old school episodes of that show. Do you remember Cheaters? And they oh, had to cancel yes. it because that host got stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not funny, but. Fuck around and find out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I also don't know how legal it is for you to pepper spray people in their own hotel room, but whatever. Yeah. They did. They took pictures and they used those pictures in their divorce proceedings. Um, I'm sorry, you assaulted me. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is, is this it's the same? Texas in the 60s. I mean, uh, yeah. uh, so one of them is illegal, though. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Priscilla and Colin married in August of 1968, much to the chagrin of high society, who, again, really disapproved of Priscilla. 
Um, she was a really extravagant spender. She draped herself in couture clothing. She decorated their Texas stadium skybox completely in pink. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> and at uh, Cullen's urging, so she already had big boobs, but he's like, why don't you knock them, knock those up a notch? So oh. she got her breasts enhanced and you, was not afraid to show them off. Oh, wow. Boy, they were doing that as early at least as the yeah. 70s? Dolly oh, Parton? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, not long after their marriage, the couple moved into a six million, which would be forty-two million dollars today. Holy shit! Mansion uh, that Cullen named Stonegate. So the home had eleven bathrooms, an indoor That's pool. Too many. It's too many. An indoor pool and a twelve thousand square foot master bedroom. The bedroom is twelve thousand square feet. It's bigger than. Oh, oh, sorry, twelve. Sorry, two, 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 two thousand, not twelve thousand. I, I was like, like That's like. 10 no. houses no but still 2000 like what 2000 square but feet is, is bigger a house. than is a house yes bigger than my apartment yeah oh hella yes. bigger than my apartment yeah oh my god this makes me think of that um that wedding that just happened madeline brockway's Mm-mm. wedding did you hear about uh-uh. that i don't even know who that is yeah nobody knows who it was she soft launched her social media with a 59 million dollar wedding what where what she like rented this like fucking chateau like one of the nights was versailles i almost threw up i really did like i that's she's a car dealership heiress and her husband is actually what um, car dealership i know jesus christ (laughs) i mean i dated a guy whose dad owned a car dealership dollars I'll show no. you guys pictures of I it for cannot, afterwards. It's that's the most disgusting. It's gross, right? That's so gross. I'm it's Ill. a wedding of the century. That's disgusting. It's so gross. I hate no, that. It's unnecessary. Yeah. It's filthy. I don't like that at all. Eat people the rich. can't people are out here can't fucking afford groceries. Right. Like and the guy is um brought up on charges, gun charges. He shot at cops. No way. Cool. And so they Great. they offered him a plea deal of like twenty five years. <gasps> he he shot at cops and he's still alive. Yeah. So there are oh. alternate ways to handle that that's yep. interesting turns out, turns out. um okay. so wait a second who did the dad the groom the groom so the groom is like in jail now the, the groom is gonna go to jail <laughs> you spent 50 million dollars on a wedding then you <laughs> I, I know, know. <laughs> i know the, and i you, know it's what it's so stupid <laughs> sorry i don't mean to derail I, this i, I just, thought this was common i really down. hate I, people who are this wealthy i'm sorry i'm willing to put it across the board anybody who has this kind of dumb money mm-hmm. i can't i can't Honestly, i'm not hating on you for having money I'm right on but you if you keep all that money but 59 million dollar wedding to somebody that's going to be life in prison i really do i yeah. i do hate on people who have and keep that much money yeah yes. it's one thing to get that much money whatever you earned it and have live a nice lifestyle but you can do all of those things and still give back and help out your community well, and that no one needs a 50 sense. million dollar that's wedding. right that's so fucking gross and like unnecessarily extravagant okay, again but all those vendors make it um no i'm just okay, kidding all right awesome. how much of that was so long story the to- <laughs> i just want to i know right <laughs> all right sorry okay 2000 square foot master bedroom so when they were at home the two spent their time on lavish trips all over the world However, despite outward appearances, Cullen was losing millions of dollars in bad business deals and investments. And, you know, probably because he didn't know what he doesn't know what he's doing. He's a Nepo baby. That's Stinky's Mm -hmm. job. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Priscilla had three children, but only one, her oldest daughter, Dee, agreed to live with her mother and Cullen, who did later adopt her. 
The younger two, Jack and Andrea, chose to stay with their father. They found Colin to be creepy, uh, a sentiment that was actually shared by women in his close circle. They were like, he gives weird vibes, weird attention. Um, And eventually her younger two children refused to come to the mansion at all. Like they're like, we bad energy over there. Yeah. Colin soon became physically abusive to both Priscilla and Dee, the oldest daughter. No. Though he would later deny it, both women claimed that he broke their noses. Fuck. And on one occasion, Priscilla's collarbone. Oh, ow, ow, ow. Yes. And so here's trigger warning. You guys aren't going to like this, this, this is the animal, animal abuse. So if you don't like, I mean, not that any like of us like it, but if you can't handle it, just skip forward. Um, so the same night that he broke Priscilla's collarbone, she would allege that he killed a kitten that Dee had brought home by slamming it against the floor That's multiple disgusting. times. disgusting. And this, according to Priscilla, was the only incident that he would admit to regretting. So he regretted killing the kitten. Oh, well, so there you go. he fucking regrets Yeah. It. Once, when Dee was 14... I'm going to go find my cat. <laughs> I know. Give him a kiss. Once, when Dee was 14, she came home with bad grades on her report card, and Cullen beat her so severely that she was left with noticeable marks and bruises. So she ran away to her boyfriend's house. There, His parents finally called yeah. CPS. Mm-hmm. In the end, the social worker determined that the family needed counseling, but admitted that they were unlikely to attend. That was the end of that. Wow. Yeah, they need to go to counseling. They probably won't go. Bye. Bye. <laughs> hope, hope things work out for right. you. See you later. Wow. Dee would later go on to say that her mother was one of those people who lacked confidence to go without the attention of a man for very long. So she was the survivor of sexual abuse at a young age. And it was rumored that um, I think Dee's father, I think that's who she's talking about here, that um, whenever Priscilla was a teenager, she was raped. She got pregnant from that and married her rapist. Um, So she has a lot of trauma (laughs) and according to D that trauma manifested itself in her needing a lot of validation, a validation, a lot of attention. Mm. Colin began taking more and more international business trips without Priscilla. And so while he was gone, she's at the door waving. But when he would leave town for these like long periods of time, she began having a series of affairs in his absence before eventually fi- uh, filing for divorce in August of 1974. I gotta be honest, don't blame her. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. blame her. He seems terrible. He <clears throat> seems like the worst. Yeah. In her filing, she pointed to Cullen's physical abuse, and he in turn alleged that she was a serial adulterer. In the end, though, the judge. Again, only one of these things are actually illegal. Right. Mm-hmm. In the end, the judge, Joe Eidson, or Eidson, I'm not sure how you pronounce his last name, E I D S O M. Uh, seemed to side with Priscilla, who uh, he granted Priscilla a restraining order against Colin and ordered that she be allowed to remain in Stonegate Mansion during the proceedings. Colin would have to find other accommodations, eventually moving out into a nearby hotel. So he's like, so he was cool with it, right? And he was, oh, like, he was oh, super yeah, chill. Yeah, he was like, this is fine. Didn't have any issue with right. her staying in his mansion while he lived great, in a, great, great, in a great, motel. Great. All good. I bet. Mm-hmm. So with Colin out of the house, Priscilla continued her uh, relationships, moving several people into the mansion. And they got home. They got and, room. Uh, they do have tons of room. 11 bathrooms. Yeah. And hosting drug-fueled parties where allegedly many orgies took p- place, though Priscilla would later deny taking part 
herself in the group sex activities. Dee and some of her teenage friends were also said to have been in attendance at some of these parties. So, you know, Cohen's a fucking monster piece of shit, but Priscilla, not mother of the year. No. Okay. No, no one's nominating. Agree. (laughs) Yeah. After several short-lived relationships, one with a man named W.T. Ruffner, fucking the names, you know. It's like Dynasty. (laughs) It really is. Uh, Who was also abusive towards Priscilla. She began dating Stan Farr, who was a former basketball star at nearby Texas Christian University. TCU. TCU. Go Bullfrogs. Yeah. Are they really? Something like that. Oh, oh really? It's like, it's like I the, thought wow. you made that up. No, it's like it's like the something frogs. Oh, yeah. there you go. Oh, great. Uh, Cullen seemed to have moved on as well, dating a woman named Karen Master, who seemed to be Priscilla's opposite in nearly every way, other than the fact that she too was platinum blonde. But she was definitely more, um, less flashy, more of a acceptable Got it. woman. Right. The divorce proceedings dragged on for years, and in August of 1976, Judge Judge Eidson. I was like, "Wait, Jug, we got we Jug, got, we got, Jug. got Jug and <laughs> Jug and Stinky <laughs> colon." Judge Eidson granted Priscilla's request for an increase in monthly support payments by 50 percent. So the increase went up by 50 percent, and an additional lump sum for expenses and legal fees of $52,000, which would be nearly $2,078,000 in 2023. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. He also granted her an additional $5,000 a month in living expenses until the divorce was resolved, as well as a continuance to Priscilla uh, after her. So her doctor wrote a note to the judge stating that Priscilla was in no emotional condition to proceed with a divorce trial. Um, so uh, there was a delay, like a massive delay in the divorce like, proceedings. As long as it's a delay, she getting paid. Exactly. It's true. So, mm-hmm. so she gets $5,000 a month in living expenses for as long as this thing drags out. Mm-hmm. And, and a free house. Yeah. And yeah. so the judge ag- agreed with the doctor and was like, okay, like we, we will delay. We'll take a break. Mm-hmm. We'll take a break. And Colin's attorneys, of course, argued against Obviously. the delay. <laughs> so that same night that the judge made that ruling, on August 2nd, 1976, Priscilla and Stan Farr returned home to Stonegate to find that the security system was not armed. And so they kept driving <laughs> the end. The yeah, end. At the end. <laughs> they were like, this, is, this isn't normal. Let's go talk to a police officer. Well, here's the thing. Um, Priscilla's 12-year-old daughter, Andrea, was staying with them. And sometimes she forgot to arm the security system. Uh. So they were like, okay, Andrea's here. She probably just forgot. So they go in to find Andrea. They didn't find her in her room. And so the couple was moving through the house, calling her name, looking for her. And when they made their way to the basement, they discovered her body. And she had a large gunshot wound in her chest. Oh, my God. Yes. So as this this, is his daughter, her daughter, her daughter with she doesn't have any kids with Colin. It's from a previous relationship. Yeah. Still a child. Yeah. Twelve year old. Still twelve year old. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So as Priscilla walked toward the stairs, a man dressed in black stepped out of the laundry room and said hi and then shot her once in the chest. Stan tried to run away, but was shot four times. Damn. The man in black then dragged his body towards the basement where Andrea's body was and Priscilla managed to make it out of the house and run to a neighbor's house. So she banged on the door screaming that Cullen was inside killing everyone. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. 
As Priscilla was running from the house, two of her friends, Bubba Gavril and Bev Bass, were pulling up. <laughs> names. Great. Great names. Cool. Bubba was shot in the chest, forever paralyzing him. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, my God. And Bev managed to get away unscathed. Oh, thank God. Both would later claim that the man they saw that night was Colin Davis. When authorities arrived at the scene, they found that both Stan and 12-year-old Andrea were dead. Police arrived at Cullen's new home with Karen around 4.30 in the morning, and his alibi between 8 p.m. on August 2nd and midnight on August 3rd were wobbly at best. He claimed that he had gone to dinner and a movie alone. And police were able to figure out that he had left the parking garage of his office at 5.30 p.m. on the evening of the murders, but the car that he left in was not the car that he drove back to Karen, the house he shared with Karen huh. that evening. So that car wasn't found until a week later in a garage across the street from his usual garage. It was our, uh, and based on a, the ticket, the parking ticket receipts, it had been there since August 4th, which meant that somebody, not him, had to have moved the car because he was in jail. They had arrested him that night. Mm-hmm. So Whoa. somebody moved his car. And it also had been cleaned. So someone cleaned his car and left it in that parking garage. Hmm. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Cullen was charged with two counts of murder and given $80,000 bond, which would be 429000 But for him, yeah, but nothing. Like much. Easily paid it, walked right out. And people were pissed yeah, because he got out that early. But the DA was like, well, it wouldn't have mattered what we set his bond at. It's He'd true. be able to get out no well, matter what we set it at. Can you do a no bond? <laughs> well... Hold on. Um, So after posting bail, he checked himself into a psych hospital for depression, but he walked out with Karen four days later without checking out or notifying the staff. He was like, I'm done. (laughs) Just just need a little break. I just need a little breaky break. I think I did it. I think I did it, guys. Now, Cassie. So the DA pushed hard for Cullen to be reindicted on capital murder charges. So he hadn't been indicted on capital murder. He'd been indicted on like first degree or, or second degree or something um, because bond could be denied in capital murder cases, Got but not it. in okay. other, in other murder cases. So they rearrested him and denied him bond. It being capital murder. He was also eligible for the death penalty. What's the difference? No idea. <laughs> Just I actually meant big, to look big that up and I'm not sure. Get it. Yeah. Get sure. it. Capital murder. Capital. <laughs> but, uh, sorry. So during the initial bond hearing, the prosecution was granted an order for a psychological evaluation on him. And the psychologist testified that he was likely to commit future acts of violence, especially during stressful family situations. This was a person who beat his family, beat his wife, and then it escalated into murder. Murder. Um, Not surprisingly, the defense had their own psychologist who testified the exact opposite. He remained in jail for six months before his trial began. He hired infamous Texical Texas criminal defense lawyer Racehorse Haynes. I swear to God, <laughs> this is fake. Please tell you're making me up. Richard Racehorse Haynes. Dick who, Haynes. Okay. <laughs> who argued that Priscilla's account of the story was a lie and a blatant attempt to frame Colin for murder. So she killed her own daughter okay. and lover, boyfriend. And then shot just herself fr- shot herself in the chest. And shot her friend Bubba. And she said that Bubba and Beverly Bass... Who, by the were, way, are still alive and could have said. Right. But he said that they were complicit 
in in the framing that they were all in it Obviously. together even though bubba is, is fucking paralyzed. paralyzed yes so the Jeez. first trial ended quickly in a mistrial before jury selection because everybody they were like well there's there's we can't find anyone in this That's area impartial. who's yeah. impartial so they moved it to amarillo texas and um they were pursuing the death penalty for the deaths of Andrea and Stan and the attempted murders of Priscilla, Bubba, Bubba and Beverly. The trial was called like the biggest thing to ever happen in Amarillo. It was this massive spectacle. The defense, of course, painted Priscilla as a promiscuous <laughs> junkie who abused prescription drugs and said that therefore her testimony was unreliable. We can't trust anything and this floozy says. And she deserved to die. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was made, quote unquote, worse because she would show up to court the way that she always was, the way that she always dressed. She wore flashy outlet, uh, outfits. Um, and then the newspapers would report on the people that she would show up with. So she had like physical and psychological issues, of course, right. following this incident. And so the newspaper would refer to her nurse as her hairdresser and her <gasps> bodyguard that she needed to keep herself safe from Colin and everyone else as her hitman. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. Talk about slanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Language matters. Yes. Yep. In yes. reporting. As I think we all know. Yes. Wow. Cullen, meanwhile, had a private cell, catered food, clean clothes, and was still able to see his chiropractor daily, as well as continued to conduct business meetings and transactions. He was a fairly good looking man, or people thought so. And so he had a lot of fans who brought him food, cookies, pies, brought their children and grandchildren to meet him. Um, They would let him sign autographs. It's something so terribly wrong with our country that we equate wealth with goodness. Wealth with goodness, attractiveness with goodness. Unless you're too, unless you're making me feel too many weird feelings, Priscilla. You're too attractive. You're too, too, yeah. you know, yeah. But not surprisingly, I mean, people hated Priscilla because they loved him. They thought that, you know, this is a celebrity and they don't like Priscilla because she's not fitting their narrative of what a perfect victim should be like. During recesses, he shook hands and posed for photos with his fans. Uh, he was also frequently left unsupervised unsup- in jail and allowed to roam freely about the jail, unrestricted. So, mm-hmm. uh-huh. no, that's cool. Um, according to the prosecution, Colin's motive was obviously uh, his recent divorce ruling that increased the payments to Priscilla. And the state's first witness was Judge Joe Eidson. Um, Priscilla was also called and was on the stand for 11 days What? where racehorse Haynes questioned her relentlessly about the sex, drugs, and violence that occurred at the mansion. And also, okay, mm-hmm. great. Whatever. Even if she did all these things, what right. does it have you to do with fucking Well, I mean, yes. and the thing is he was just doing it to wear her down because the judge had already made a ruling that they couldn't, unless it happened the night of the murder, they weren't allowed to bring up like the parties and the things that were happening at the mansion. So he did all of this, most of it outside of earshot of the jury because it had to be brought up in front of the judge first. And then he would get to decide what the jury heard, if it was relevant or not. So he was doing it just to be a fucking asshole. Like just what to, the fuck, dude. Wow. Yeah. Or that's my take. Yeah. On no, that. It, anyway, it, it's seems right. Right. Uh, The defense also did their best to attack and discredit the other witnesses attempting to call their identification of Colin as the shooter into question. 
Beverly Bass was berated on the stands with Racehorse Haynes implying there was more to her and Priscilla's friendship. We all know what that oh, means. Oh, God. And oh, that Bev Jesus. was lying and fra- fabricating stories to protect Priscilla because she asked her to. Right. So the defense also tried to pull attention away from Colin, claiming that Stan Farr um, had enemies and people were out to kill him. He was afraid of people. So he was really the target here. Mm. And, and Colin wouldn't have any reason to go okay. after Stan. Okay. When jury deliberations finally began on November 17th, they had been sequestered. The jury had been sequestered for over 100 days. Wow. Jesus. Just five hours later, they returned with their verdict. Not guilty. When asked later, jurors expressed that they did not find Priscilla credible. Like, who cares that there was there were other witnesses? Cohen had a motive. There's no alibi. people dead. Mm-hmm. A child. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, this was the most expensive trial in Texas history up until this point, costing more than $300,000, which is $1.6 million in 2023. After the verdict, this is going to piss you off. After the verdict, there was Too a late. victory party at a local bar in which reporters, bailiffs, jurors, and even the judge were in attendance. The next day, Cullen and Karen hosted a luncheon for the jurors and reporters. Wow. wow. That doesn't seem <laughs> legal. Priscilla's family, rightfully, felt the prosecution did not do enough to humanize 12-year-old Andrea right? to the jury, barely mentioning her during the trial. Shit. <clears throat> hmm Due to her this injuries, is a divorce hearing. This is a fucking murder right. trial. It doesn't matter how you feel about Priscilla. A 12-year-old <sighs> died. Stan Farr died, too. You know, like, he's not a 12-year-old, but he didn't deserve to lose his life in this situation. This yeah. is absolutely bonkers. Due to her injuries, Priscilla would develop an addiction to pain medication that would follow her for the rest of her life. After the trial, Karen's um, ex-husband filed for custody of their children uh, to keep them away from Colin Davis because yeah. he has a history of abuse. Judge Joe Eidson, the same judge that had ruled on Colin and Priscilla's divorce proceedings, signed the order granting mm-hmm. the, the um, restraining order, but it would later be overturned. Okay. Now, on August 1978, Colin hired his friend, David McRory, to murder Judge Eidson. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> So when David was solicited for murder, he contacted the FBI. Yeah. Good. He's like, hey. Yes. Hi. (laughs) Yes. This may sound weird. So they faked Eidson's death in order to get, and then David met up with Colin for payment. He was wearing a wire. They managed to get all of this shit on, on tape that there was solicitation for murder. Colin had a hit list with 15 names, which included Priscilla, Bubba, Bubba, Bev Bass, D his daughter D and his own Jesus. brother, Bill. However, Karen, her family and other supporters of Colin insisted that Priscilla was framing him. It was another what frame job. Fucking- Dude, people will convince themselves of anything. Yes. Honestly, the cognitive dissonance in people wow. sometimes is, is shocking to mm-hmm. me. Yep. So it's race on tape. Well, racehorse Haynes was hired once again. This time, he charged $2 million up front. Yeah. He's like, listen, you got to stop being so fucking stupid. If you want me to defend you, you got to right. pay $2 million up front. When asked to explain the tapes, Colin explained this. They had come up with this elaborate defense, this elaborate scenario in which an FBI agent called him and told him to play along with wanting to have Priscilla and the judge murdered. And that it was David that was trying to set him up. 
Why? 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 Why would the FBI? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It <laughs> doesn't make any sense. still got off because money. No. On January 22nd, 1979, the jury came back deadlocked, eight to four in favor of conviction. It wasn't enough for the judge, and he granted the defense's motion for a mis- mistrial, and Cullen was released. Okay, so that was a lot. Um, but keep in mind that throughout all of this, Cullen and Priscilla had still not finalize their divorce (laughs) oh man they're still fucking married holy shit yes so uh, the divorce was finally complete in the spring of 1979 priscilla got nearly 3.5 million dollars um which is almost 15 million today her car and her horse but the judge did order her to vacate the mansion within 30 days Colin and Karen were married about a month after the divorce was finalized and the couple moved into Stonegate Mansion. Um, there That's was so gross. I don't even So you yeah. married a man that you uh-huh. got to know deep down inside. Yes. Murdered, murdered a child. And yep. then now you're moving into the murder scene. And with yep. your children. Um, and also like there were was a lot of speculation for a long time. And I'm sure it is true that he was abusive to Karen, physically abusive to her as well. She always denied it, but that Mm. doesn't mean anything. Um, He was retried for the murder for hire plot and was acquitted. There's a, there's more because he'd went to like, there was also like a civil case that Karen or that uh, Andrea's family did with him. Like he'd been in and out for forever. And at this point, like, Basically, everyone in this case, Bubba and Bev ended up getting married and having children, but he was paralyzed for the rest of his life. Most of the players in this case, including Priscilla and Karen, um, have since passed away. I think even Dee has passed away. Cullen Davis is still living in Texas and is 90 years old. Oh, he's going to Kissinger it. There you go. Fuck. Yes. (laughs) The Kissinger of Texas. So he got off (laughs) over and over. Murder for hire on tape. On tape, I eyewitnesses on a judge, a federal judge, and y- you have eyewitnesses who saw you kill people. Yeah. And then shot. This guy shot me. Doesn't matter. Right. No. And, and he, innocent. He did not. What? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think um, something that's been interesting for me and something that I kept thinking about when you're telling this story is um, the small town mentality too. um moving to a small town this past year and there is it it's very different yeah it's very different i've uh never really had that experience i've always been raised in and lived in a city mm-hmm. so it's always kind of surprised me kind of this this group think of this person good this person not good right and you know and it's, it's like not based on like these what? weird ideals yes. yeah. or whatever um yes yeah. uh, oh this person goes to church this person's a christian yes um, oh my god my parents think that way well, yeah my mom so, specifically so it couldn't possibly this right. can't oh. be this yeah. person yes but this person yeah. they never go to church they're like god they read swearing. they <laughs> wear t-shirts that say read banned books or whatever so they must be bad right and it's like yeah what yeah i mean it's, <laughs> it's very weird and, it, and even if it's not a small town if it's small kind of closed communities or communities mm-hmm. that have like lots of influence like in this case yeah. you know it's well oh oh colin you mean stinky's boy no he couldn't have fucking done anything you like yeah. we, we know him stinky's he comes from boy. he comes from such a good family 
family, you know, stuff like that. Whereas they don't fucking know Priscilla. Yeah. They don't like how she moved up, how she managed to infiltrate their circle. Weasel her way in. Right. (laughs) And and because of that, she's not offered the same amount of sympathy. Mm -hmm. And because she's not offered that sympathy, it doesn't extend to her 12-year-old daughter (sighs) who didn't do anything. Wow. In this situation. Yeah, it's it it's it's infuriating. This it's is a awful. Really good story. It's gonna make me think about a lot of things because that's that's something that I'm like I don't know how to to challenge that. But that specific um, type of thinking I feel like is the root of a lot of things uh, today. In, yeah, in America, I agree. and I yeah. I don't I don't know how to combat that. Yeah, you know? and I'm sure there are other podcasts who have done this in more depth i'm sure there's lots of things that there's you can watch a lot to talk about there's here. a mm-hmm. lot and i tried to do it really quickly um because I, there's so much uh and i didn't even go into a lot of the details of a lot of the other things so if you're interested in this story make sure you check out again the links to our sources will be on the website so if you want to read those texas monthly articles or those medium articles um you can go Oof. check that out but yeah it's it's I couldn't believe it. I just kept reading and I was like, surely this time, surely this Jeez. time, something's going to get him at nope. some fucking no, point. Nothing. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'll definitely be looking into to more of that. So, yeah. well, what are you guys uh, watching this week? <sighs> I've, I've got a book I can tell you guys about. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I am actually reading The Lady in Red by Hallie Rubenhold. Uh, she is the one that did... Um, the book about the Ripper victims. The oh, five. yes. The five. The five is oh, a great yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that sounded familiar. Yeah. yeah. So I just started it. I'm really into it so far. It's it's about um, the uh, this family. Um, it's a it's a sex scandal that happened in 1760s. Lady in Red. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. And it's, so it's like historical fiction, um, but it's the Worsley family um Mm. basically the the lady in red paint is a very famous painting it's like a woman in writing gear it's just very like it's which is very shocking it's a very big thing so it's displayed everywhere it's match the gentleman in red gear is owned privately so it's not displayed but they were never paired together because there was Mm. this huge divorce scandal thing so i I sense a tainted love coming our way at some point yeah that sounds great so i just started uh reading that and i'm i'm really enjoying it so far so awesome i haven't really been watching anything new um lately i am listening to a book called the september house which is a horror novel okay um oh yeah it's, it's interesting it, didn't it win one of the goodreads it the was horror? it did it oh, win no, it i, I win, know it was, it was nominated up, yeah yeah it was definitely nominated holly, i saw it holly won one i of noticed the, um categories but yeah. it's it, i i'm enjoying it i'm listening mm-hmm. to it i'm enjoying it jury's out okay. on like f- how i'll feel you have to get to the end to really sure. know yeah. but um it's it's interesting i did a little bit of reading about the author and she is, I think she's got like degrees in family psychology. Ooh, and I'm like, well, that's, that is good to know when yeah. listening to the book. I'm like, oh, that makes sense to me. Uh-huh. And so it's an interesting perspective. I like it. Hmm. Interesting. I, um, I am also reading, I, uh, I 
just picked up a tale of two cities i was, mm. I was like nice, kind of nice. torn on what i wanted to read winter and I was, feels like dickens yeah isn't it? winter is very dickens right yeah. um but i did watch mission impossible the new mission impossible movie i did too it's fucking good i loved I mean, it but i, I love I mission think, impossible I I think they're fine. It's American James Bond, right? It absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. That's exactly, yeah. it's exactly what it is. It's mindless. It's fun. It doesn't take a lot of, it's just action. Yeah. And, and you know what? Mission Impossible, like you said, 007. Hell yeah. Perfect for that. Yeah. 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 I liked it. Well, if you guys have something that we should watch, if you have a terrible date story, if you just want to reach out and say, you know what? What's up? How's it going? <laughs> Go to our one-stop shop of a website. It is myworstdatepodcast.com. And we love you so much. Cheers. Cheers.